Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Bretton Cliff's Flea Circus. I am Cliff. Apparently. Uh-huh. Yes, and I'm, uh, I'm Cliff. I'm Cliff. I'm not really sure. I'm at Cliff. It's because that. Well, mirror. I know. I know. I'm Brett. I know. I'm Brett. Well, that's good to know. Um, yeah. It's Sunday for you. It's Sunday for me. You've been off work. <laughs> it's the same day for everybody. <laughs> You've been off work, so therefore you're drunk on the cider. I've been at yeah, work. Pissed on the cider. I've been at work. And trying to pack for an imminent holiday tomorrow morning. Uh, so I'm a little bit, is, can I say the word frazzled? Head up. I think you should say your head, head up. up. <laughs> uh, have, you, have you resolved the, the pubic hair um, before you go? Because obviously you need, you need to do you that. Mean? I've had the, well, the wax. You've had the waxing? <laughs> yeah, they've got the bikini line done. Have you? Because well, you, you need know, to do that, don't you? Well, you know I've got the the speedo second skins to wear when I get there. Flesh coloured, of course. Yeah, of course, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, You've got them back off the neighbour. I've got them back <laughs> off the neighbour, but you know what? What he did was he drew some pubes on the front of them, so it's been a waste of time getting that wax. I, know. I mean, I, I haven't. I'm, well, I'm I'm on me holidays next week, but I'm I'll probably be going to uh, to Cragside or Rothbury or somewhere okay, somewhere like nice. that. Uh, to visit Raoul Mort. So, but you know, grave. Are you going to pay your respects at his grave? <laughs> I'm, I'm going in the bushes. <laughs> I'm sure I traveled here somewhere. <laughs> Must be one of these bushes, man. <laughs> so, but uh, I've, I've had to do a bit of manscaping. I'll, uh, if you do do it tonight, Cliff, a word of warning for you. Uh-huh. It does get rather addictive and it's hard to stop. That's all I'll say. What do you mean? Well, I've gone too far. It's all off. It's all I'd, gone. Brett, I get it all off, but what I have problems yeah. with, you know, I've got the uh, the long balls. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm 40. <laughs> we, we know that. It's problematic. The ball area is problematic, isn't it? It, it, it is. I mean, but you, the thing is, it, it's like the it's like heroin shaving your, your pubic hair, isn't it? You just, <laughs> I just can't stop. I can't. Yeah, once I once you get started. you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> you do? Once you stop, you just—it's like. But, uh, tell, but tell us, Brett. I was going to ask like you Pringles. today, Brett. I was going to ask you today, mm-hmm. um, what 
you know, we've we've talked about your your bathing routine before. I was going to try and get into that once more. Well, you've want... tried to, haven't you, Cliff? Well, we, I think you've, we've you've tried to get in had there, some lovely conversations. I don't think I revealed anything. I don't think but I revealed anything. This is what I was trying to get you to reveal today. What's your order right. of wash? What order of wash? Um, I like a bath. I don't like a shower. So it's pits. Uh-huh. What the way you get at that? No, I know. I have my book. I read my book in the bath. Uh-huh. So I read my book for a bit. Uh-huh. Gently scald myself. Yeah. Because I like it hot. <laughs> uh-huh. Pits. Mm-hmm. Bit of the genitals. Mm-hmm. And then, then the anus. Then the anus, of course. Yeah. You don't just uh-huh. assume that, that's it? the soapy water's gone in there and cleaned it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Why would I just assume? <laughs> Like, like I'm a vacuum for the soapy water. <laughs> I'm not. At least I don't think I am. Brett, can I ask you this? Because I, th- I think uh-huh. that you're finished there, right? Do you feel like you neglect washing your face a bit sometimes? Yeah, I, I, well, I don't wash my face, to yeah, be honest. Well, I'm, I'm, not a, I, I'm not a face washer. You know, We've talked about this before, haven't uh-huh. we? The, well, you, yeah. the moisturising and stuff like that. And well, you, I had to make a New Year's washing. resolution probably about I mean, it must be about 10 years ago now. I made a New Year's resolution to wash my face mm-hmm. more. Since then, I, I didn't just keep it up that year. I've kept it up ever since. But sometimes I feel like it's slipping. What, your face? It, well, it is. But I meant the <laughs> me routine. Your routine. You say if you wash it with soap, are you talking about just like Dove or something? Because like you, it's going to dry your skin out. You're going to get older quicker. You didn't want to do that. You want a dirty face, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, well, I can manage that. Uh-huh. <laughs> See? Just don't listen. Don't listen to the advice. Okay. Yeah, Cliff. The, does the it not answer, end up like... Uh, does it not end up in dreadlocks, though, if you do that? <laughs> <laughs> is that how the one invented the dreadlocks? I don't I don't know about that. Hey, Cliff, mm-hmm. uh, do your, all your exes live in Texas? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought unfor- it unfortunately for me, Texas is a place I really long to be. <laughs> and that's why you reside in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We all know that, don't we? <laughs> what a song. What a song that is. There's a good what a dirty song, isn't it? I like how he rhymes the names of the ladies. <laughs> so I like. <laughs> It's a good one, that one. I like that one. Yeah, I'm a huge, huge fan of that song. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, um, it's class. We talked a little bit about the neighbour situation before. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to hear some more neighbour mishaps? Only if that uh, they've delved into more evilness. Well, it's I'll not listen, to do with them. To, to be fair, this paints me in not a bad in light. In a bad light. But, but, <laughs> but I don't, I'm not the hero of the story put it this way Um, come on let's have it so jane borrowed a wheelchair from some neighbors when she first broke her foot um they were very nice about it and lovely couple they said we don't really need it anymore i don't know she's healed they were very nice about it although they couldn't move around freely (laughs) yeah once once they dipped her on the floor there was Did you look at the door and they were like, they were just on the floor, like pushing the wheelchair? It's fine, I don't need it anymore. As I was leaving, I looked back and I could just see her like dragging herself along the floor trying to get this. But it's fine, I've got a system of police there. Luckily, she was mute, so you know, 
didn't <laughs> right. um, No, so we borrowed a wheelchair and then basically don't eat anymore. She's she's up and about with a robot boot thing on that she's got. So she said uh, on Saturday, loads of chores and messages to do, getting ready for holiday. She said, oh, I've messaged the lady and said you'll take this back up. And all right, so went to get a box of chocolates to... Uh, you know what I did, Brett? I put them in the wheel, the folded-up wheelchair. So if they opened the wheelchair up, the chocolates uh-huh. would be there. Probably now I'm thinking that was a mistake, considering when I got the wheelchair, they said we haven't touched this for years. So they <laughs> <laughs> so definitely wouldn't look in the wheelchair and nope. inspect this. <laughs> um, anyway, as an aside, the second box of chocolates that we had to get because the mad cleaner took the first one, assuming we just left out some chocolates for her because. We just would do it, that. That's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you've got to stop leaving presents about your house, haven't you? I know. The clean, I'll get them. I thought you, I thought you'd left that telly out for us. Um, so, <laughs> uh, this spare change mine, is it? <laughs> so anyway, James, go and take this up. And all right, so I've sent you the address. I said I'd remember the address. Don't worry about that. It's twenty one oh one, isn't it? She went, yeah, but I've sent you it anyway. Uh, yeah, I know, it's 2101. So anyway, I go up to 2101 and mm-hmm. lady answers the door. I'm going to say she's a housekeeper. She couldn't speak a lot of English. Most of the uh, rich Indian families in the, in this where I live have like maids and shit like that that live with them. So this lady answers <laughs> the door, couldn't speak English. So I'm standing there with a wheelchair with a box of chocolates kind of squeezed in the middle of them. And she was like, hmm? Now I was like, I'm bringing this back. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And she was like, right. and I'm going to do a gesture, which is no good for listeners. But she just kept doing this, you know, like an Italian hand sing- signal. Like an Italian footballer. When yeah, she just kept doing that. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, look, like she went, oh, I bring the lady two minutes, two minutes. So I said, look, I'm just bringing it back. Like she knows I'm bringing it and, I, and I'm just going to leave it. And she was like, no, no, uh-huh. two minutes, two minutes. Anyway, she went. And it, I don't know how long it was, but it seemed like a long time. And I'm just standing in the hallway with this wheelchair thinking, this is awkward. Uh, and then anyway, another guy comes to deliver a parcel and he knocks on the door. So now the guy's at the door and I'm at the door. And yeah, the guy's you've got a wheelchair. Thinking, and the guy's and he's, he's got bike outs. <laughs> he's got... Uh, I don't know what it was. I think it might have been a pair of trainers. Uh, and he knocks on the door. He's like looking at me. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, he tried to drop this wheelchair off. The woman comes back for that. I'm like, hey, can I just leave this? I, I don't really need to see them. I'm just leaving it. And she was like, two minutes, two minutes. Anyway, I just get sick. I messaged you and said, look, will you tell that lady I've I've left the wheelchair outside? It was really weird. The, like the woman just kept doing this to us. She didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just left it because I've got other shit to do. And she was like, yeah, no problem. It's always weird when you're in these interactions, isn't it? I was like, yeah. So anyway, I go and get me foreign currency. I go to the Bureau de Change. A um, mm-hmm. couple other bits and pieces I need to do. Come back up. And Jane's going, you didn't, you, didn't, uh, you took that at the wrong place, didn't you? It's 2201. I was like, I didn't know they. I thought it was twenty one one. You said yeah. She went yeah, but I uh-huh. also told you I'd sent you the right address. So <laughs> this woman came out eventually, came and I disappeared, <laughs> and she was mm-hmm. like, "Where the f- like? Where's this? What am I meant to do with this wheelchair?" 
Whereas the woman who lived directly above her was going, where the fuck's the wheelchair? So you've, you've delivered a wheelchair. You, you, you know what? You'd be shit at Hermes, wouldn't you? <laughs> what I got from that story, and this is this is honest, the trainers, if you had a, attached Viscounts to the, the front of the trainers, it could have been the new printer boots. That's what I think. I think they'd be good for curling. They're good for curling, definitely. Definitely. I just I said, mean, can you apologise to both of those ladies and say, I'm really sorry. But <laughs> and there's a, to, a wheelchair in the corridor. Just leave that there. <laughs> to be honest. Don't worry I'm, about it. I'm, I'm overworked and I give the wheelchair a good clean. <laughs> so You're overworked? Is that what you said? Is that is that? That's your excuse. I'm I'm overworked. The wife did give us the right address. I'm sorry, I'm overworked. I was overworked on that. That gets you off everything, does it? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you know. Brett, I was overworked that day. I was overworked. Yeah, yeah, I believe you, man. I believe you. I believe you. But there you go. What can you do? That's that. I've got some. uh, I've got some true or false questions for you. Okay, go on then. That that I hope you'll enjoy. Me too. So you know how it works, obviously. It's either the true or the false, isn't it? First one, Britney Spears just can't be bothered to do her finances and that. (laughs) I think that's false. I think think she's uh, forcibly imprisoned by a dad, so I think that's false. It's false. You're right. You're right about that. Uh, the song 99 Red Balloons was originally called 100 Red Balloons, but one burst on the way to the recording studio. <laughs> true. I think I've heard that story before. I think it's true. It's definitely true, that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's definitely true. Uh, Mad Frankie Fraser got his nickname <laughs> after accidentally leaving the heating on when he was going out to meet the craze. <laughs> <laughs> But then did he realise and still not go back? <laughs> well, he couldn't, could he? He was with the craze. Oh, he had so to What stay. do you think of that? Uh, he had to stay. I think that's probably true as well, yeah. Well, his fingers would have been chopped off or something. Um, Allied Carpets founder Harold Plotnick originally wanted to call it the Axis of Evil Carpets. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was taking them on. I think that's false. It's true. He he did he, he, the plot neck name. He's plotting. <laughs> so there you go. Well, that's, so they, good. that's yeah. That's it for that. Brett. Um, yeah. I think I'm not the only person to say that this week. It seems to have picked up a bit of a following. But have you watched the show Ted Lasso? No, but I've seen the uh, the, the picture of a man with a football. Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, I thought I would not like it. I thought it was a daft American show about the football. What's it about? It's, it's it about is, football, it, is it? It is that, <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> is it? It's essentially, well, it's about a struggling Premier League team who hire an untried American coach to come and be their manager. But it's, it's a lovely, heartwarming TV show. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, I've been there... <laughs> Never are you true? That's true. I've been watching the American Office on the recommendation of you, what you from think? like ten years ago, and <laughs> me son, me son of uh, of recent times. Uh-huh. I think it's amazing. Well, I think it, it's your good, son of recent right? times. <laughs> son of recent times. 
<laughs> like his recommendation was of recent times. Oh, okay. Not he is me son. Of I think me and, me and Lennon should just hang out. And really I like know, yeah. Same stuff. It's exactly the same stuff. But yeah, I, I think it's good with flashes of absolute genius from uh, Steve Carell. Yeah, he, like the, I mean, it's so good, isn't it? His performance, <laughs> if it wasn't for him, it would be okay. It, like yeah. some of the other people and other characters are good, but if it, he he's makes just brilliant. it all. There's, there was one, which is my favourite bit, where he's prison Mike, <laughs> which is just the most wonderful Mike. thing. <laughs> the most wonderful thing I've ever seen in my I life. Mean, you must have, by this point, have seen the one where they have the, the Dundies, the uh, annual awards for the staff. Have you seen that one? I'm not sure. And he Doesn't takes them to, like, like, they go to, like, a TGI Fridays kind of place all the time. And it's uh-huh. always this big event, and he's the MC, and he comes up with who gets the awards. And uh, I don't think I've seen that. One. Honestly, it's so good, and it always reminds us, like when there's like, you know, I work in an office, and you know, you do have like awards and stuff like that. We have yeah. an annual awards event, it's kind of big and fancy compared to this, like in this like kind of shit Tex-Mex bar or wherever they go. Um, but I can't ever get it out of my head because. You know, Kelly, the Indian, the American yeah. Indian lass who's like Dixie, yeah. whatever. Um, mm-hmm. She wins the spiciest curry award. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't fun. think of anything to actually give her in the office. <laughs> give her the spiciest curry award. <laughs> I, uh, honestly, I absolutely love it. And I think. Yeah. If anybody, no, I tell you what, he's meant him like, yeah, he's so he, he is so so good in it. There's loads of little mm-hmm. things that kind of keep going, the little like uh, ongoing jokes and stuff like that. That just they keep bringing you back in. <laughs> like, he's, there's, a bit, there's a bit that I really like where it's uh, he's welcoming the new people from the other office and, yeah. and stuff like that. And a black guy comes in, he goes, I'll, I'll show you where the slaves work. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He normally he's just getting it wrong, whereas Brent is like he gets he gets every situation wrong. <laughs> he does he does the complete opposite thing of what you would yeah do is what yeah. you of what you should do. Right? Uh, but and, uh, and one of the things I really love is how much he hates Toby, the HR guy that just runs <laughs> and runs and runs. He's, how much he's he good him, him though, and he's always like with his droopy eyes. Yeah, uh-huh. oh, <laughs> he's no, so like. Toby. Hang dog and like you know just takes yeah. it. I think that's what makes. But it every good everybody's ridiculous. That's that's the good yeah. thing about it as well. Yeah. Everybody, even the people in like corporate and stuff, are ridiculous. Yeah, everybody's just. Stupid. Honestly, you've got there's there's one episode that I think is probably the greatest episode of any comedy ever. Uh, but so if you keep watching it, uh, uh-huh. you, need to, you need this. I will. Uh, I will definitely watch it. But uh, Lennon spoil it a little bit for us. He's told us that Steve Carell's not in the last two seasons. So. Well, yeah, so the thing is, twice, I, I've watched it all the way through twice until uh-huh. it gets to the bit where Steve Carell leaves. Um, and twice, I've watched about five episodes of, like, the next bit and then yeah. just had to stop watching it. Like, I, And it's not bad. It's just nothing makes you want to keep watching it like Steve Carell does. And he's so likable and warm, right? So you want to keep watching yeah. him because it's funny, mm-hmm. but also you you like want to see him on screen and you want to see what daft thing he does next. Or even there's lots of like what should be heartfelt stuff. He just always gets it wrong. Um, yeah. I would say the Ted Lasso is a little bit like this kind of comedy, but not not cringy. Um, 
Anyway, that's <laughs> not what we're here to talk about, Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Apparently this came out in 1986. I thought it was like 1990 or something, if we were older. Did you? But, yeah. No, I, I thought it was more like you that, that era and stuff, isn't it? But uh, I remember quite liking it as a kid, as an adult. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty shit. <laughs> It's a load of crap. <laughs> um, it, compared to the other cartoons and stuff we've watched, it's like nowhere near as good, is it? Like, nah, it's just nah. not. Honestly, it's, it doesn't actually make any sense, does it? <laughs> well, that's, that's the main thing about so it. Let's see what it is. So Defenders of the Earth, Defenders. Um, other than the song. Defenders. I remember us, when we used to play football at the AstroTurf, like for some reason I always used to like either sing that song or talk about it. I remember like the basically the theme tune, which is good. Yeah. Like when they introduce them, mm-hmm. somebody just says their name again. So Lothar Mandrake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we used to joke about that all the time. Um, uh-huh. What I never thought about before was like who these people are and why they're mates. And they, they don't exist together in anything other than this cartoon. They're all. Yeah, it's like a, an amalgamation of comics, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. So That's what it is. all comics from around the time that. Flash Gordon came out, I think. Um, so you've got Flash Gordon as the main guy. Uh, you've got the Phantom, who people yep. might remember from the Billy Zane film of the same name. Um, the, the brilliant Billy Zane film. Obviously, not seen it. Um, Have you not? It's not. It's not brilliant. <laughs> um, well, I've got no interest in the Phantom and all Billy Zane. Billy Zane is a prick. <laughs> so there's that. Um, you've got Mandrake the Magician. Uh, yeah, I've got some thoughts on later, and you've got Lothar, <laughs> who originally was Mandrake's assistant, but I think they've had to change <laughs> yeah. that because of modern, modern times. <laughs> but he's racist, is he? Yeah, there's like these snow creatures, and what Ivani calls them snow cones. <laughs> <laughs> that Take racist? that, snow cones. I think it is a bit a racist. Joke, um, Do you think it's a joke? I don't find it funny. So yeah, you've got them, and then you've also got the kids. Um, who, but why? Who that is that is one of the main problems <laughs> yeah, to have. With yeah. it, right? Why are the kids tagging along? Why everybody's got a kid, and they have to be involved somehow, <laughs> right? And also, it's, it's just stupid. And also, like all cartoons, an annoying robot thing <laughs> that has to fucking pop up every now and then. <laughs> And a, a quite cute, cuddly character, which is a, a, a massive trope, isn't it? Yeah, I want that thing For is. some reason, is very small, but manages to, to grab a grown man into a cave. <laughs> <laughs> so With... we watched the first episode, which is called Escape from Mongo. Yes. Because obviously called, Ming the Merciless, Flash's nemesis, um... Is is in this? He's the baddie, basically. Him and his army of ice robots, snow robots. Yeah. What the? Fuck? The, the ice robots. But if they're wouldn't, robots, wouldn't why, have they, why have they got to have anything to do with ice? <laughs> I don't know. But wouldn't you know it? Ming the Merciless. He's exhausted all of his uh, natural re- resources, mm-hmm. so he's yeah, got to go. <laughs> he has, hasn't he? I mean, he's about to, isn't he? <laughs> so Ming the Merciless has decided <laughs> to invade Earth. So Flash Gordon's got wind of this. Right? He's come to Earth he, because he hates Flash Gordon, right? He wants to come and... No, oh, he, 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 he wants to inhabit the Earth. Yeah, but I think though, he chooses it because he hates Flash Gordon. 
the old Flash Gordon jets down on his uh, on his spaceship and crash lands on his spaceship oh, and stuff yes. like that to warn the people of Earth that uh, Ming the Merciless is going to invade. That's that's the start of it, isn't it? Okay, yeah, yeah. So what well, then? What you find out is Flash Gordon's uh, lefty's son and wife uh, in the clutches of Ming the Merciless, foolish back on Mongo, um, and like father, like son. When you see this uh, caper going on back on Mongo, the mom's captured and she says, uh, Rick, go on, save yourself. He doesn't think twice, does he, the little knobhead? He's like, all right, mom, see you later. Leaves her to die. <laughs> That's the first bit of the now, cartoon. <laughs> now, there's two bits about this, right? The Flash Gordon lands on Earth to warn and he lands in the garden of these other superheroes, <laughs> yeah. Mandrake or whatever. And Lothar and, yeah. and stuff. Phantom's not here yet. No, he's we'll, not. It's we'll just get, we'll get to him. At, it's yeah, it's so basically, him. it's his spooky mansion, Mandrake's spooky mansion. It is. <laughs> so Flash Gordon's been followed by these ice creatures who attempt to, like, sort of shoot the place up and stuff, but they can't shoot past sideboards <laughs> because... Because one of the characters dies behind the sideboard. <laughs> and and then that, they're fine. That's it. They're absolutely yeah, fine no after chance. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you've said the word superheroes there, or the term superheroes, but let's mm-hmm. be honest. Flash Gordon is a man with no powers whatsoever. He's he's got the the power of American football. Surely. He's a polo player, isn't <laughs> at he, least. Originally? Yeah, he's a polo player in the in the comics, isn't he? You've got Mandrake, who Mandrake the magician, but let's be honest, it's Mandrake the hypnotist. <laughs> so what do you think he can do? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, just hit me. Uh, yeah, that's hit all he does. Wondering, uh, have you got any actual magic? <laughs> oh, here I'm ice creatures, man. Look at these ships flying off. He's he's oh. gone, man. He's gone. He and they just on, run away, put, don't they? He puts on Madonna, Madonna's holiday and they just start dancing and they make their escape. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he's a bit shit, isn't he? And then racist. Well, he's he's Mandrake's African American assistant. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it. Like, he, what is he though? Really? He's. I think in this, he's a lot more clever and eloquent than he would have been in the comics. Considering he's, he's not his assistant in this. I I have read he's been described as a Jamaican ninja. Well, that was that that's his description. But wait till we get the requis because that's quite, <laughs> that's slightly, oh, right, okay. that's slightly wrong. Um. So, Is it it's not a Jamaican be... ninja? So anyway, Flash Gordon crashes down. The ice creatures follow him or whatever. And then the, Mr. Mandrake, he creates this sort of... Hip, he hypnotises robots. <laughs> I don't know how he can hypnotise robots, but he does. And then it goes back to where Dale Arden is being, being held captive, mm-hmm. right, with her son, Rick, who is a prick. Yeah, Rick the A prick. massive prick, Yeah. <laughs> Dale Arden convinces the, the robots to shoot the prison that she's in by hiding <laughs> behind a wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's really, all she needs to yeah, do. I've got a plan. I've, I've got a plan, you know. I've got a plan. We're in this cell, but when they come, when the robots come and check on us, yeah. we'll just hide behind we'll just the wall. Hide. And who knows what and we'll they're do, blown up. but we'll, we'll <laughs> is just shoot it to bits to see what's going on in there. <laughs> 
Oh, no, that she's disappeared. <laughs> I haven't done my jobs. <laughs> so they've got to shoot the wall open and then they try and make the escape. They love Obviously, shooting walls open, these rooms. They do, they? they're brilliant. <laughs> but uh, Rick manages to escape the, the frigging turncoat, doesn't mm-hmm. he? And, uh, and just, leaves, he his just mother leaves his mother to the mercy of the robots. And it's not the first time he's going to do it either. No, he just what did a again. massive no. About two minutes later, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> Absolute dick. <laughs> it's so weird. But then the man, so, uh, Dale Arden, dies. Yes. Uh-huh. And she Rick does just, die. Yeah, but Rick just goes back to Earth, uh-huh. catches up with his dad. Is there any mourning period in this episode, Brett? No, no, there no there's, there's no mourning period from Rick or Flash Gordon. Flash They're Gordon not really bothered. Give he couldn't give a fuck. He doesn't even blink <laughs> when he said when he tells. Nobody, him. nobody reacts to it whatsoever. And if in this time period, the second time, Rick could have saved his mother, but once again ran off. Yeah, just disappeared again. <laughs> he just, he just did up. And our essence has been sort of. Held in a crystal. Yes, I mean which that's the a plan good, to put that, in a computer. That is a good bit. I like that. Is it? <laughs> but no, nobody cares about the fact that she just dies. No, I, know. I mean she I must know. have been a terrible mother and a terrible wife. She's that's a terrible escape be. artist. <laughs> it's just there's no like. I mean, I, 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 it must get better. That's what I would say about this this program. It I must saw get the third episode is written by Chuck Lorre, the man who makes sitcoms, sitcom gold. Sitcom gold. Yeah, What's he's the guy behind gold? like. Uh, I was going to say my two dads. That's not it. Two and a half men. <laughs> um, those. My two dads. You've those, just created a sitcom. Well, my two dads is a real is a real program. Is it from I've when we were kids? Well, get that on the list because it's fucking brilliant. So, <laughs> Paul Reza and Greg Evergan and girl. Oh, um, I think I have. Yeah, I think I have. Uh, and there was an amazing a bell bed now. or chair that was like a car front that they used to sit on. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what was I saying? Can't remember. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember, man. Well, so anyway, eventually they go and get the help from the Phantom or something. Yeah, because um, Mr. Mandrake realizes he needs somebody who who knows the jungle and that. <laughs> yeah, he needs somebody with actual powers who knows the jungle. Yeah. Uh, so he goes <laughs> and sees the Phantom, who I think has got the greatest. You know, like you've got He Man, I have the power, and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. The Phantoms is absolutely amazing. It, it it's pretty good, although. I don't know why it's limited to just the I ten tigers. Oh, why? Why is that? I, so, I do have I do have a theory about why it's limited. The, the well, ten say tigers. what it say what it is. What he says to get his power because I love it and I want to hear you say it. Uh, yeah, but I can't remember now. <laughs> I think he says by the hallowed spirits of the jungle overlords. I did write it down. Give me but... the power of ten tigers. Yeah, and then like the that. graphics. He has the you see the graphics, and there's like these ten tiger faces. Do 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 do. Mm-hmm. Ten times, but, but it's just weird, isn't it? Like ten. But why? Why is why is this guy like 
the, the why is he in control of the jungle? Why is it his birthright? He talks about something about his birthright by yeah. the birthright of my fathers or something like yeah, that. I call it. upon the power, power of ten tigers. <laughs> yeah, like why he's is a he living in Colonialism. Exactly by me by me colonial birthright. I call that's upon the power it, of it? ten tigers. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly where it is. Uh huh. But what ten? Why is he limited to ten? <laughs> it's just funny as well. Ten tigers, like so ten tigers. What, what does he do with that power? Climbs up a wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, well known for that climbing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he climbs up a wall where there's actually no crevices in the wall whatsoever, <laughs> and there's no way that he could possibly crack. No, and, and nor could a tiger. <laughs> Tigers aren't. No, <laughs> they, they couldn't do that. I mean. There's stuff in this which is just daft. Like, like I've talked about, like, like people dive behind sideboards and stuff like that, and and the robots not being able to get them, and the robots shooting the prison when they know that the people are inside. Where they're <laughs> they gonna just, go? They just love shooting walls open. They do it about a minute later when they get a man yeah. breaks gaff. They keep doing. And there's it. a bit as well which I don't know if it's a mistake or not. When a uh, mandrake um, appears to the natives or whatever. In the jungle to find the phantom, and he lifts his hat off, and his his tash disappears. <laughs> is is that like, is that like well, meant to happen? Or well, just it up? It's just it's it's poorly done. I did it's a poor story. He got them off the tabs though. After that, so what the natives? Yeah, he's come out. He's got a couple of really good self help books that came out after this. <laughs> he's like Darren Brown or whatever, is he? He's he's gonna he's gonna convince people to I'm to beat re- other people at chess. I'm, I'm referencing Paul McKenna. Yes, of course. That's who. <laughs> that's that's who it is. But I'm um, they're in the same league, aren't they? Paul McKenna and uh, Darren mm-hmm. Brown. A league of an axis of evil, if you will. <laughs> the, the league of extraordinary twats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, Brett, I watched all of this. I can't remember what happens at the end of this episode. There's right. some ice, well, more ice stuff. There's more ice people and stuff like that. Um, immediately after Dale Arden's death, Flash Gordon thinks to himself, what's the best thing to do? Me son's to blame. I'll not bother mention it. I'll enroll him in school straight away so he can be kidnapped. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> what do you think of Ming the Merciless in this? Um, well, he's green, isn't he, to stop them from being... Uh, the racial racist. incident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what ra- so what it, racism though? Well, Chinese red oh, okay. red peril, I guess. That's what I'd say. Oh, uh, like a Ming vase. Yeah, because <laughs> he's, he's pretty, he's pretty Chinese thing. looking, and like in the thirties and <clears> stuff <throat> like that, when Flash Gordon was about, like it was it was all about that the uh, red peril okay. and I communism never, and stuff. I didn't. Get yeah. That. Well, there you go. So, yeah, that, that's what happens. It's, suddenly, they're, they're being threatened with electrocution by Min the Merciless. <laughs> uh, the, the kids are obviously kidnapped from the school, and that they, they just kick the door down. <laughs> <laughs> why did they? Why did they didn't think of that before? I don't know. There is a part where uh, Rick, who I cannot stand, goes. Uh, there's no way they'll find we're here. Oh, look, they're here. <laughs> I remember that, but yeah. <laughs> what? Rick, absolutely hopeless, Rick. 
Yeah. I can only <laughs> assume that by Rick tagging along to every fucking uh, mission after this, he, I, I've got a feeling that he must get kidnapped and these kids must get kidnapped in every single episode. Well, I, I, if, I'm, I'm sorry, but if you... I mean... He hasn't got good genes, has he, Flash Gordon? If he's if he if he's a uh, if his son is this Rick fella, because he's a fucking he's a loser, complete loser. He's he's killed his mom and he's not even bothered. It's almost like he, he he's just he's a degenerate. He's like a waste of son. That's a he's trying to like Flash Gordon's basically shipped him off to boarding school, so he doesn't have to deal with him anymore. Exactly. Like, oh, but, Rick, it, but Flash oh, Gordon, Rick, as well, I, I already tried. I've already left you on another planet where you were captured because I can't wait to get away from you. And now you've come here so you can get to fucking boarding school, you little dick. <laughs> but, he's not, but even Flash Gordon's not in touch with his feelings. His son has done absolutely nothing. He's ensured that his mother dies, really, because he ran away twice. And our soul has been trapped in a crystal, uh-huh, which they're quite happy then to put in a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think if you were Flash... You would have, you must have real conflicting feelings about Rick after that, would you? Do you think you would yeah, but, uh, want to disown him or, or anything like that? Well, I think you would, but uh, Flash Gordon's got no feelings. Nobody's got any feelings in this program, have they? Nobody's, it's not, it's just things happen and people don't react to them at all. It's stupid. Yeah, it's not very good, is it? It's not very nah. good. The song I mean, is... it must get better because we're like this kids, didn't Yeah, we? and it kept going for like, it's about 80 episodes or something, so it must be all right. I had a little look at the episode list, and there's one where Prince Valiant turns up. Remember there was a cartoon about that as well? Yeah, I remember that one. I think I saw a little bit of that day, actually, Prince Valiant. And there's there's other bits with, like, Dracula and stuff like that. In and it just sounds so maybe daft, it's the delve into... Sounds, <laughs> sounds daft. <laughs> so, because it's so daft, I've got a quiz... All, almost all based on Defenders of the Earth for you. Oh, no. Well, I, normally what I do is delve into like other episodes, but this was so shit. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't bother. I didn't. I didn't. But I, do I you know what Flash Gordon's real name is? Um, John Smith. Oh, Gordon is his real surname. I'll give you that. You can have that bit. <laughs> John Gordon. John Gordon. No, yes, yeah. Steve. It's called Steve. Steve Gordon, is he? Uh-huh. Good for him. Do you know what <laughs> number two? What is Mandrake's real name? <laughs> is this just going to be this? Because like I've got no. a quiz better than this shit. <laughs> no, it's not. And mine's about about rapists and that. Well, I don't want like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> we will finish this one anyway. What's Mandrake's Go real on. name? I think you're stalling because you don't know the answer. Henry Henry Mandrake. No, it's called Leon Giglio. Not even called Mandrake. It's got nothing to do with his name. Well, he's a magician. They've always got like weird names and stuff, haven't they? Well, what's Mandrake like... mean? It sounds like a fucking duck. <laughs> a fucking duck. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. What is the Phantom's real name? My Count Jim. It's Kit Walker. Is it? Mm-hmm. Kitty Kitty Walker. Four, do you know how Lothar is described on his toy packaging? Yes, a racist man. <laughs> no, it's not. What then? 
You said it earlier on. I didn't say it earlier on. Caribbean ninja. I've said a lot of things. I've said a lot of things earlier on. A Caribbean ninja. That's what he said. That's what he's called. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got none out of five so far. So number five. Can you tell me a bit more about Blumange? <laughs> I I have absolutely no knowledge of Blumange. <laughs> I I assume it's a, a food stuff of some kind. Um, but that's about it. That that is the limit of my knowledge of Blumange. <laughs> okay, well that's disappointing. I was hoping for this, a, I was hoping for a bit. You, more you're hoping less... for an in-depth dis- <laughs> description of Blumange, were you? I just I wanted to hear a bit more about it, yeah. Well, I'm sorry that I couldn't serve up any more. Do you have any knowledge of Blumange? I know that it translates to white eating. White eating? Uh-huh. What's that? White eating. Or blanc is white and mange is to eat in French. French so it translates French. to French. Right. You're, I tell you what, right? You're, that, your quiz questions were terrible. I tried to play it safe this week. I keep getting no, the stick for the quizzes being like stupid. So I've tried yeah, to do but it you normal. Do that deliberately, don't you? Right, inappropriate comics. Okay. Here we go. Right, this might be better. Which Marvel writer created the TV show Stripperella about a stripper with superpowers, voiced by Pamela Anderson? Uh, well, I'll just say Stanley. Well done. You see, you see, you can, you can get my questions right, can't you? <laughs> maybe something about that here. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the case. Which superhero has radioactive sperm? Spider Man. Yep. In yeah. the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Invisible Man portrays his friends. So Dr. Jekyll does what to him? Paint him. Paint him with Deliver- a really stupid face. All, all I'd say is deliverance. Oh, he, he bums him. He does bum him. <laughs> really? <laughs> he really does. That's terrible, that, isn't it? Absolutely awful. If he's um, invisible, is he really a man? Then? I know, but is, and, and who, is, who is he bombing? Who does he think he's bombing? He can't see him, can he? Did he put, uh, like, did he throw a blanket over him? <laughs> he, must, he put flour over him. That's that's what normally happens. Oh, I wouldn't like, I'd get messy, wouldn't it? <laughs> it, it would chafe. I'd assume it, it would chafe. Sticky, you'd have to all roll at this floury substance up. Yeah. Don't like the sound of that. Which two famous comic book heroes have been controversially drawn with their genitals exposed? What, like in the comics or just by like fan art? Because it's probably everyone done that. (laughs) Every one of them's had that. What do you think? In the comics. Superman and Batman. Batman's right. Spider-Man's the other one. Really? Spider-Man's like 14 or something? I know, that's a bit weird, isn't it? But there you go. Right, well, thanks for your quiz. We'll let the listeners decide whose was the better one, but I know for a fact they'll all want to know more about Blamange. No, they would. Nobody <laughs> even knows where it is. It's a made-up food stuff. That was my question, anyway. <laughs> what? That was your question? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that was the one question you wanted us to answer, and I couldn't because I don't even know what blamange is. Yeah. Right. Well, there you go. Well, thanks, Brett. I'm going to edit this while I'm on holiday. So yes. Uh, yeah, that'll be good. So make sure make sure this evening you you tend to the the pubic area. Brett, Otherwise, you honestly think I've left it this late? <laughs> well, knowing you, yes. The only, Brett, the only thing I've got to do tomorrow is mm-hmm. put my phone charger in my backpack. That's it. There's no way that you're, you're that prepared. Brett, what I'm you mean to say prepared. is, I am the most. Your prepared. last Ask has anyone? done everything for you. Are your you last fucking, has done everything. Are you fucking kidding us? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I, I know that you're not prepared. You, Brett, you, you leave Brett, everything. How- how have we known each other for this long? Yeah, you've got it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, so just, that's all you, you've got to do, is it? You're just trying to wind us up now, so I'm going to wrap this up because bef- <laughs> before I say something, I regret. <laughs> listen to some music, yeah? So thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. And I ho- thanks to everyone, all the listeners who are better friends to us than Brett is, because he doesn't even know anything <laughs> about us, and he wouldn't tell us anything about Blumange. So until next week, if I even want to speak to him again, if anybody wants to write in or tweet us with a suggestion that you could be me new, the new Brett in Brett and Cliff's Flea Circus. I can you can't change. be the new Brett, can you? No, well, you just I can, have to be a different person. I can easy change the artwork, so just... Well, it's see. not that easy. Well, when I say I can, I can ask somebody else to do it. But exactly, you wouldn't be able to do it, would you? Anyway, let's see who could turn up next week. Maybe I'll have a different podcast and partner. To be honest, you'd just leave that, up. you'd leave that at the last minute anyway, wouldn't you? The, 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 the second of us, you'd just leave it at the last minute. Get somebody in, shoehorn them in. That's uh-huh. what you'd do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You'd leave in. that at the last minute. Uh-huh. You know why? Because you leave everything at the last minute, don't you? <laughs> you silly boy. <laughs> You get in the fucking oven, you. I'll see you later. <laughs> this, is, this is Audiac from Germany with ambulance music. Thank you, Brett. Goodbye, and I'll enjoy my holiday without you there. Yeah, thanks to you.
the standards we old have grown old grown cold Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.